The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I still remember for the very first time that I walked into, uh, into one of these schools that was, uh, was a non-religious school, shall we say, okay? Well, uh, that's not fair. <laughs> it was a non-Jewish school. But the Jewish kids in this non-Jewish school were very, let's call them, a-religious, okay? I walked in and I started teaching. And I had this one kid sitting in the front. And everything I said, he's challenged. But there's challenging on an intellectual level. And then there's challenging on a cynic level. Who said? How do you know? Like, if he would ask a question, and while I was answering the first question, you just ask another one. There was, no, there was zero interest in learning. The only thing he wanted to do was tear it all down. So I went back. Someone asked me how to go. I was pretty new there. And I said, look, I have to figure out how to get this kid out of class. He's ruining this session for everybody. Everything I say is just kind of dumping water on, you know, without any, re- like if it was a real conversation, at least we could have, you know, but it wasn't. He wasn't interested. He was just disrupting. He was just negative, dragging everyone else down around him. You know, I... Anyway, one of the guys says to me, he goes, what was the kid's name? So I gave him the kid's name. He goes, oh. I was like, what? Oh. He says his father, his father is a Hasid, was a Hasidish guy. I was like, no, impossible. You're getting it mixed up. I was in a non-Jewish school. He says, his father was a Hasidish guy, the long beard and peot. Not a rabbi, but very ultra-religious, who used to beat him all the time. Who used to beat him all the time. Eventually, the mother got enough courage to walk away from this incredibly abusive relationship and she pulled her son out of this super uh, ultra-Orthodox neighborhood. And the very first thing that they did was run as far as they possibly could from anything Jewish. So the guy said to me, he goes, what are you going to do? I said, well, now that I know this, I said, I don't have to throw him out at all. He says, why? He's, he's going to disrupt even more. I said, but now I know how to win him over. Because he's not really asking any questions. He's just using me as a punching bag for his father. This is a religious guy, a rabbi. I'm now living in a non-Jewish neighborhood. I'm in a non-Jewish school. This is the first thing that is representative of his dad. So I knew that there was only one thing that I needed to do. I came to the next Lunch and Learn session. And he came late. And he sits down. And he's got his gloves on, you know? And I reached under the desk. And I pulled out a plate of food that I had set aside for him 
because all the rest of the food was finished already by the boys. I said, I saved you some food. In one second, in one second, I owned him. Why? Once he was coming to the class, he was beating up on a religious guy, because that's how he was getting out all his anger and frustration at his religious dad who beat him. But I asked myself one simple question. Why did he come? He didn't have to come. If he was so traumatized, why was he coming? Now the answer is, because somewhere deep down, he knew that it wasn't his Judaism. It wasn't Judaism that did that to him. It was his father that did that to him. But his father was supposed to be a Jewish guy. So he came because he wanted it, and he beat me up because he couldn't help himself. And all I needed to show him was a Jewish person that made sure that he had lunch. Became one of my closest students. And the funniest thing is, I didn't have to answer any of his questions. Isn't that interesting? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.